Welcome to Think Smart, Feel Smart, Live Smart. I'm V. Vincy, Registered Counselor, Relationship and Family Therapist and Founder of Headquarters Counselling Services. This podcast aims to break down the overwhelm of life and equip you with a toolbox of knowledge, tips and tricks to help you live your best life. This raw, real and unproduced podcast uses audio taken from my weekly live broadcast in the HQCS Community Facebook group. You can find a link to the community in the episode notes. It's free to join. Now let's get started. Tonight's session is a little different. In line with our self-care month, we are bringing in an expert in mindfulness and meditation. Let me introduce Nicole D'Alessandro. Nicole has a bachelor's degree in counselling and is a passionate integrative counsellor. Her details will be available in the description. I started meditation in my early 20s, more than 20 years ago. And like I said, no, I'm no spring chicken. Um, So it wasn't until seven years ago that I made meditation a consistent daily practice. However, if you ask my hubby and kids, they will still tell you that I'm a mad woman. So my answer to my family is that, have you forgotten where I came from and what I used to be like before meditation? And I guess, look, what I'm trying to say here, what my purpose is with this, is that we all come from a place and we're all different and we all start from somewhere. So it's really important that we understand that life is a constant work in progress. We can only measure our personal growth and success where we've come from and where we are today. So my interest in the benefits of meditation initially came from a a spiritual space. So yes, I am a hippie at heart. However, I found that that woo-woo space I came from wasn't really enough to sell the benefits of the practice to meditation to others. It just didn't cut it. So about four years ago, I became obsessed with researching the scientific benefits of meditation and mindfulness and in which I used 100 plus scholarly articles I'd read to formulate programs and present workshops to a range of groups within the community. Now let's be clear, I'm certainly no scientist, but I can say that I'm very excited to share with you what I found about the science and the scientific evidence and through the changes that I've witnessed through my clients over the past few years. So before I forget and add a bonus tonight, I'll be leading you through a short meditation towards the end of our session. So let's get into the exciting part, less of the boring stuff about me. What is meditation and why is it for you? So I thought I'd recap on what V spoke about if any of you had had a look and if you haven't, have a a squizzy after here or when you've got time on mindfulness. I'm going to recap on mindfulness because mindfulness and meditation really do go hand in hand. So what we learned from V is that mindfulness is the mental skill of attention whereby we are able to shift from automatic reactive thought to conscious directed thought which in turn allows us to see things more clearly and accurately resulting in positive changes in the many aspects and dimensions of our lives. So that's mindfulness. Now meditation is a technique that relaxes the body and calms the mind. Therefore meditation is the practice that strengthens our ability to be mindful in any given moment. I liken this to resistance training. I love resistance training so that's why it probably relates. Mindfulness is the muscle and meditation strengthens that muscle. So there are two components to it. It involves two skills, really. 
So learning to relax quickly and consciously and learning to pay attention and manage thoughts. I'm just checking my comments, no more comments. Hopefully you can all see me now. Say yay or no, if there's something going on with my computer, please let me know. Like I said before, I had techie issues before, so I hope this is all working out for you. Um, so we're gonna, let, let me come back to this without getting sidetracked, I'm good at that. So we said that meditation is like resistance training, mindfulness is the muscle, meditation strengthens that muscle, and we need to learn to relax quickly and consciously and learn to pay attention and manage thoughts. So relaxation and attention work together. Focusing on the body releases it and the act of focusing assists with managing thoughts and calms the mind. So in layman's terms, mindfulness is the act of being mindfulness where you go about your day and you do mindfulness and meditation is the practice that strengthens our ability to be mindful. So I hope I'm making sense. Look, if there's any questions, we'll answer them later. Um, if you do have any thoughts or you want to ask questions before you forget, pop them in the box and I will do my best to answer them at the end of the session. Um, so what really excites me is that brain imaging techniques now show that the regular practice of meditation helps build the grey matter in the prefrontal cortex of the brain and it strengthens the neural pathways in the brain. So the prefrontal cortex sits in the frontal lobe of the brain and it's responsible for helping you to make thoughtful decisions, stay focused, perform complex tasks and regulate emotions. So the neural pathways are like the roadmaps that we use to respond to certain stimuli. If we continually focus on fight, flight or freeze responses, we become conditioned to operate from a stress response rather than a calm conscious regulated response. So we all know what stress feels like, not to mention what it does to our hormone levels and our behaviours. And like I said, you know, my husband and my family always remind me, oh, you know, you're still a, a crazy woman that loves to analyse other people's shit and focus on other people, um, my distraction. However, we've all come from somewhere and I can tell you that some of the places I've been weren't too pretty. Not really relevant for this topic, we'll save that for another day, there's lots to talk about. But what I can say is that meditation did really try change my life in so many ways. So it's not about being perfect or enlightened or placing expectations on self to be completely zen in every moment. It is more about developing an awareness of our experiences and how we relate to the world coming from a place of acceptance. That's really important. It's not about sitting on a mountain, you know, in, in silence for hours, days on end. And, and there are people that do that, but that's not what we're here for tonight. So I call it finding joy in the shit. Where there is shit, there is an opportunity for personal growth in a good way, should you choose. And after all, it is a choice. So what we want, I thought we'd talk about tonight is the benefits of meditation, the types of meditation. I've focused on seven types because there's many layers to meditation and it does get a little bit probably confusing particularly. However, what we do know is that meditation offers a time for relaxation and heightened awareness in a stressful world where our senses are often dealt. So the research suggests that meditation has the potential for 
more than just temporary stress relief. And that's what I love about it. It's There's a wide variety of meditations suggesting that there's a form of meditation to suit most people, regardless of personality or lifestyle. So that's really good. That makes me very excited and I'm, I'm hoping you're feeling it too. So let's look at the fun facts and the types of meditation that you might like to choose. And look, you can meditate anywhere. I obviously not in a car, not driving or operating heavy machinery. However, I speak to quite a few people, um, particularly parents and families that have really busy lives. And I've suggested the toilet is always a really good place to go and take some time out to meditate or the shower. So if you do have little people running around your house or you're quite busy, um, they're the places that are really helpful and they're a perfect place to have some time out and do some meditating. So let's get to more exciting topics. The first type of meditation I thought we'd look at is loving kindness meditation and it's also known as metta. Metta is an ancient um, Eastern transcript name. Um, it is, its goal is to cultivate an attitude of love and kindness towards everything, even a person's enemies and sources of stress. So this is a really beautiful one for the current circumstances that we're in. So it's related to breathing deeply. Individuals open their minds to receiving loving kindness and they then send messages of loving kindness to the world. So to specific groups or to their loved ones. In most forms of this meditation, the key is to repeat, oh, hello V, you're back. <laughs> The key is to repeat the messages many times. Sorry, guys, I'm just getting distracted by these, these messages. Um, I'll start again. <laughs> the key is to repeat the message as many times until a person feels an attitude of loving kindness. And I do have notes, I will be honest, because I tend to go off on a tangent and some of this is a lot to remember. So if I do... Um, sound like I'm a bit boring, please let me know and I'll uh, jazz it up a little bit. <laughs> Anger, frustration, resentment and internal conflict are really helped by loving kindness meditation. So this type of meditation may increase positive emotions. It has been linked to reducing depression, anxiety and post-traumatic stress or PTSD as we, we sort of know it. So the second one I thought we'd look at um, is body scan or progressive, progressive relaxation. And progressive relaxation sometimes is also called a body scan. It is, it is also a meditation that encourages people to scan their bodies for areas of attention. The goal is to notice tension and to allow it to release. And during a progressive relaxation meditation, um, we start at one end of the, the body and we usually start with your feet and then we work through the entire body. And it, it, that's a really lovely, that's one of my favourites actually. Um, they're all my favourites. <laughs> so some of the forms of progressive relaxation require people to tense and then relax their muscles. So others encourage a person, you, if you're going to try this one, to visualise a wave drifting over your body and you are able to then imagine yourself releasing tension from those parts of the body. It may also help with chronic pain. It promotes generalized feelings of calmness and relaxation, and it really does slow the body 
and steadily relax the body. So some some people use this form of meditation to help them sleep. I find that really this this is a really good one. So the third one we're going to talk about is mindfulness meditation. Um, and like I said, if you have a quick, if you've had a squizzy or go and have a look at um, the topics that Bee's already discussed, she does a really great one on mindfulness. Have a look. This one is a form that urges you to remain aware and present in the current moment. So rather than dwelling on the past or dreading the future, mindfulness encourages awareness of a person's existing surroundings. So crucial to this is a lack of judgment. So rather than reflecting on the annoyance of a long wait which it can meditation can bring up a lot of frustration for people who are just starting out you will simply notice and note the weight without the judgment so that's a really important part with with meditation is just really not having too many expectations and mindfulness meditation is a really good practice to start that and you just know you can start to notice your your judgments and thinking if they do come up and you watch them drift off mindfulness meditation is also something that people can do almost anywhere so like i said the shower or the bathroom the toilet while waiting in the line at the grocery store for example a person might calmly notice their surroundings including the sights, sounds and smells they experience. A form of mindfulness is involved in most kinds of meditation. So like I said before, mindfulness and meditation do go hand in hand. Breath awareness encourages practitioners to be aware of their breathing, while progressive relaxation draws attention to the areas of the body. Because mindfulness is a theme common to many forms of meditation, it has been extensively studied. And that's what really excites me. So the research has found that mindfulness can reduce fixation on negative emotions, improve focus, improve memory, lessen impulsive emotional reactions, and improve relationship satisfaction. All great things to, to be wanting to strive for. I'm not biased at all. So uh, the fourth one that we'll look at is breath awareness meditation. Breath awareness is a type of mindful meditation that encourages mindful breathing. This requires you to breathe slowly and deeply, counting your breaths or otherwise focusing on your breaths. The goal of this type of meditation is to focus only on the breathing, so bringing your awareness and attention back to the breath constantly. So when your monkey mind drifts, you come back to the breath. Um, and it does improve concentration, greater emotional flexibility and reduced anxiety, which is really, really great. The final, um, no, not the final one, actually, I'm getting too excited about taking you through this meditation. The fifth one is Kundalini Yoga. Um, kundalini yoga we always think of it as yoga postures but it's more about mudras and mantras mudras are uh, hand positions and mantras are topics or um, affirmations that we go over and over in our mind and we sometimes hum them people usually learn from a teacher or do a class for this type of meditation however some of us can learn the poses and mantras at home Similarly to the other forms of yoga, kundalini can improve physical strength if we do in increase movement and use movement, however, um, and it also reduces pain, but it might, it, it will also improve mental health by reducing anxiety and depression. So there's a common theme with all of these meditations that you'll notice is that they all do help us with managing and combating anxiety 
they're really helpful for depression so you know I highly recommend them of course Zen meditation is the sixth one that we're going to talk about and that is also sometimes called Zazen it is a form of meditation that can be a part of the Buddhist practice many Zen meditators study under a teacher because this kind of meditation it, it involves specific steps and practices and postures so that's always a good this is always a good one to actually um, enlist on a practitioner that has got specialist area in this type of meditation the goal is to find a comfortable position focus on breathing and mindfully observe one's thoughts and judgment so again this form of meditation is similar to mindfulness meditation but it requires more discipline and practice People might prefer this if they're seeking both relaxation and a new spiritual path. The, the final one this time is transcendental meditation. Um, and this is a spiritual form of meditation where you remain seated and breathe slowly. So the goal is to transcend or rise above your current state of being. During this meditation, you focus on a mantra or a repeated word or series of words. A teacher determines the mantra based on a complex set of factors, sometimes including the year you were born. So that's interesting. And the year the teacher was trained. An alternative allows people to choose their mantra, which is what I prefer. I prefer for people to actually have some governance and, and go, choose their own factors that relates to their lives. And it makes it more meaningful for, for, for you guys. This is a more contemporary version where we choose the mantra ourselves. Um, it's not technically TM or Transcendental Meditation, though it may look very similar. So people that practice Transcendental Meditation report both spiritual experiences and a heightened mindfulness. So how long does meditation take to work? Well, the various meditation disciplines encourage a focus on heightened awareness, slower breathing and increased acceptance. So meditation is not a results focused undertaking however and look I'll go back sorry it's really important to understand that if we fix too much on the results it can provoke more anxiety and that's what I found with my clients a lot a lot of this happens is people come in and they have an expectation with meditation and they get quite disappointed when the first couple of sessions it doesn't work it's like anything it's a practice and if we are gentle with ourselves in our self-care um, it has so many benefits if you just go with it and like running you know it, it takes time although it's not really like running because I don't think I'll ever like running and I've practiced it for quite some time but meditation is quite different but it is a practice so going back I see I go off on tangents all the time however you know we've said we, how long does it take generally you will see huge changes and shifts within six to eight weeks most research shows that it can work even quicker so medita many meditation practitioners report an immediate improvement following a meditation session so you should or not should you would hopefully feel more relaxed and calm during meditation it is common to feel less stress and more accepting and at a greater peace and look I, I've got plenty of scholarly articles and evidence that I could talk about the benefits but that's for another setting um, how often if you ask me I would ask you to meditate as often as possible however with the lives that we have at the moment some is better than none 
So it's a personal decision. Uh, I found that choosing to meditate at the same time each day will help meditating become a daily habit. There's no right answer to this question. One argument is that any meditation, like I've said, is better than no meditation. So if you're only able to meditate once a week, this should not be a barrier to, you know, to not doing it. So if you can, if you can only do it once a week, that is better than not doing it at all. Uh, if you can in implement it in your daily practices, look, honestly, one minute, two minutes, five minutes a day is a perfect start. So what I do need to say, though, is that it's not if, if sorry, I've lost my train of thought. So I'll come back to that. <laughs> so a person can consider starting with a few sessions a week. Starting a class is a fantastic way to get into some sort of congruent meditation practice. So I always encourage my clients and you guys to enlist in a meditation course or find a group of people that are like-minded to join up with. And for me, again, the self-care practices and making it um, something that is embedded in your daily routine, if you make it a daily practice at the same time, I find that that works better. But again, you know, it's, it's a personal preference. So if meditation is helpful, it may be beneficial to increase the frequency. So if you are finding that you've tried it once or twice a week and it's not causing too much anxiety or you're sitting pretty well with it, then slowly start to increase it. Play around and try all of these different meditations. There's so many options out there. So I would encourage you guys to just give it a whirl. That's, you know, and if you, you know, yeah, give it a whirl. See how you go. Let me know how you go. Um, meditation is a process you know, that focuses on the moment, not on the results. So I really want to really embed that in you guys. It's not about the result. It's about the process. So whatever comes up for you guys, you just sit with it. And, you know, there might be discomfort, but that's okay. It's, you, we can't close our minds off. We'd be dead. <laughs> so meditation is a skill that takes time to mark, master. Some people feel frustrated, like we've spoken about, and angry. And that's, you know, quite normal when we first attempt because of that monkey mind that V would have talked about in her mindfulness session last week. So if you're finding the practice a challenge, give us a hoot at headquarters and we can help you through that. So lastly, if you find time, I've it's a set of simple strategy that can help obtain better health and a happier life. It takes time, like we've said, and as does any other skill. And I just ask you to stick with it. So what I'm going to do now, I would like us to, and I'm sorry that we're running a little bit late. I had tech issues for any of those. I'm just gonna check my note, my, my uh, messages. Okay, hello. Okay, so I've got some new people. Where's V? I don't look like V, I know. <laughs> you might've missed the start. I'm going to take you guys through the loving kindness meditation. So what I would ask you to do now is turn off your phones if you can, find a comfortable place, make sure you have got a couple of minutes, five minutes or so to not be interrupted. If you would like to lay down, by all means lay down. 
I prefer to sit up when I meditate. It helps me to not fall asleep, but by all means, if that's what you need to do. And I would just ask you to just to start to check in with your body. And if you feel safe and comfortable, you can close down your eyes. And I might just give you a couple of seconds to get yourself in a, a place where you're feeling comfortable. I'm just going to start to quieten down my voice and lose a bit of that excitement. Yes, you can finish your wine first, Peter. <laughs> That's funny. I'm glad you're enjoying it. A bit of wine, hopefully. Hopefully you're enjoying it. Okay, so look, before we start, don't hesitate to reach out. If any feelings come up during this mindfulness or meditation practice, pick up the phone, talk to a loved one, find a friend or a professional, please. So the reason why I've chosen this meditation is because I think that in our current circumstances related to COVID, it's just nice to bring ourselves back to ourselves. And we've all been through different experiences over the last few months, few weeks. So this is a really nice loving kindness meditation to give back to self. So Peter, have you finished your wine yet? <laughs> so again, come back to closing your eyes. Bring your attention to your breath. And take a deep breath in. And hold for two. And then exhale. Deep breath in, hold for two, and exhale. And in your own time, I want you to repeat this three times. A deep breath in, hold for two, and exhale. Relax your body, drop your shoulders away from your ears and tilt your sit bones down towards the ground if you're sitting. If you're laying down flat, just notice your body on the ground or on the bed. Stay focused on your breath and imagine a warm golden light showering over the top of your head, down over your face, chest, back, legs, and feet. And take another deep breath in, and imagine this warm golden light filling your body. I want you to picture yourself as you are now, or maybe as a small child, and hold that image in a heartfelt with loving kindness. The reason we begin with ourselves is because without our loving ourselves, it is almost impossible to love others. Take a few moments to settle into that space. I'm going to say a range of phrases and I want you to choose one that feels right for you. Or alternatively, feel free to choose a mantra that serves you. May I be filled with loving kindness. May I be safe from inner and outer dangers. May I be at ease and happy. May but I be at ease and happy. May I walk in peace. Once you have chosen your mantra, I want you to repeat it over and over in your mind. May I be filled with loving kindness. May I be safe from inner and outer dangers. 
May I be well in body and mind. May I be at ease and happy. May I walk in peace. If your mind wanders, bring it back to the mantra. We'll stay with this process for a little longer. May I be filled with loving kindness. May I be safe from inner and outer dangers. May I be well in body and mind. May I be at ease and happy. May I walk in peace. Now I want you to picture someone that has loved and truly cared for you and extend to them loving kindness. May they be filled with loving kindness. May they be safe from inner and outer dangers. May they be well in body and mind. May they be at ease and happy. May they walk in peace. Keep repeating the mantra in your mind. Remember to be kind to yourself through this whole process. Keep repeating the mantra in your mind. Remember, no expectations. Allow the process and bring your awareness back to the mantra if your mind wanders. May they be filled with loving kindness. May they be safe from inner and outer dangers. May they be well in body and mind. May they be at ease and happy. May they walk in peace. May I be filled with loving kindness. May I be safe from inner and outer dangers. May I be well in body and mind. May I be at ease and happy. May I walk in peace. Now I want you to bring your awareness back to your breath. Gently moving your fingers and toes. You might like to stretch your arms and your legs. You might like to finish that glass of wine, Peter. Or pour yourself another one. Now I just want you to notice how your body feels. Notice if there were any judgments or frustration. Notice if there was any tension anywhere in the body. Uh, keeping with these format, you know how Lee loves challenges. I have included one for you guys. So V's team will upload this meditation, this is five minutes. I think it went for about seven. The, um, so if you would like to keep it and practice and the challenge is to schedule a five minute block each day for a week to start the practice off. Yes, please do try practicing and just notice if it does change how you feel in those moments and I'll stop 
bantering now. Have a beautiful night. Enjoy it. And hopefully you'll all have a beautiful sleep.